EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we present music and an interview with composer and folk musician Hiroya Tsukamoto. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I have a dilemma. It may seem petty, but to me it is also respect. I have many invitations to social commitments. With each commitment, I am compelled to buy a gift. A few weeks ago, my son attended a birthday party at Ricky Roden's Pizza Playground for his little friend, Bobby. I went out and bought him the latest Muscle Mikey action figure containing pint-sized set of barbells and gym shorts. The same week, I was invited to a baby shower and bought the expected mama a papier-mâché stomach mold kit, complete with plaster of Paris, a bucket, and an instant camera. On both occasions, the gifts were stuck on a table and opened up after the party was over with, when the guests were not around. Granny Ada, nobody saw my cool gifts. The only people who saw them were the recipients, confirmed with a thank you card. These are not isolated incidents. I don't feel a thank you card is enough. These great presents deserve to be seen by all. Am I right, Granny Etta? Am I right? Signed, gifted gift shopper, rebuffed. Dear rebuffed, how delightful. Buying gifts and wanting to be the center of attention. You are not what is called a voluntary wallflower, are you, dear? You seem to think you need a standing ovation of acknowledgement for the presents you buy? Let me explain a little something to you, and you may want to write this down. These social events, as you call them, are not about you. That's right, honey. 
It's about the guest of honor. If the hosts decide it's more practical for the gifts to be opened at home, then so be it. The decision is not a personal snub. It's about convenience. So, if you feel you're truly being slighted, then the solution is simple. Send your regrets and don't go. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. here, Beulah, doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, Beulah, you seem to be walking a whole lot better. What? Your sprained ankle. It looks like it's a whole lot better. Oh, the ankle. Yes, yes. Looks like the anti-inflammatory dish we made last week works. Yes, I used those ingredients in a variety of ways. So they seem to have done the trick. Just a note to my KB Cabaret audience. You can get Beulah's original anti-inflammatory recipe through her recipe bar on our KB Cabaret website. That's Cabaret with a K. As in kitchen. Or kindness. Or knocked sideways. I'm sorry? Oh, who am I kidding? Beulah? Oh. what's wrong? Oh, Bree, I woke up this morning and... And, and what? He's gone, Bree. Stefan is gone. What, what do you mean, Stefan is gone? I mean, his closet is empty, his suitcase gone. Did he leave you a note? Not that I could see, but he did leave me one grand memento. What? An empty bank account. Oh, my gosh. He wiped me out, Bree. All the winnings at the casino, my savings, gone. But but how? He convinced me to put the money under his name for tax purposes. Oh, Beulah. I am so stupid. I trusted the louse. I thought he was the one. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. I'm, I'm so sorry. So am I. Oh, maybe it would be best if we didn't do a recipe segment oh, today. Oh, no, no. We are going to do a recipe segment. The show must go on, and I have to hold on to some solid remnant of my life. Okay. okay. Today, I am sharing with my audience my famous mocha martini. Here. Here's the cobbler shaker and a glass. The cobbler shaker? Yes, dear. I strained the martini. I see strained. And here's a plate of the sirloin with the coffee and cocoa rub. Oh, uh, this... These are left over from last night's supper. Stefan and I made this last night before he... <laughs> before he... You... <laughs> Why don't you sit down? Seems like you may have sampled that mocha martini already. The shaker is empty. It is. Oh, Bree. <laughs> Why don't we take you home? 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 Oh, Bree, thank goodness I didn't sell my home. I almost decided to live in a 70-foot houseboat. 
Oh, Bree, Stefan almost had me live with the fishies. The fishies. <laughs> boys, boys, help Eula get on her feet. She has to sleep this off. I'll be in to check on you shortly. Oh, boys, boys, never fall in love with a French-American judge. Do you hear me, boys? Never fall in love with a handsome French louse. Do you hear me? Never, never. <sighs> oh, dear. Well, folks, another dramatic episode in our KB Cabaret neighborhood. It is remarkable how she still manages to pull out the most amazing recipes, <laughs> even in times like this. I shall post both the mocha martini recipe and the coffee and cocoa steak rub. You can find these and all her other amazing recipes on Beulah's Recipe Bar, exclusively on our app. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T. And download yours today. Is this on? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Hi, this is Mitch the Poodle, and this is my segment of the show called The World as I See It. Spring is here. And I can't be a happier poodle. I mean, there are so many lovely fresh scents out there, you know. My nose goes crazy just smelling those hibernating critters waking up and the bulbs ready to go pop. The only downside is the muddy terrain with the rain and stuff, because Mom insists on wiping my paws when I come inside. I have four, you know. It can take forever. Oh, but I digress. Springtime is the season for some yummy holidays. I mean, holidays like Passover and Easter, both celebrating the renewal and the hope for life. This week, I'm excited to have two guests on the show. My friend, Dr. Fluffy McFluffkins, and my new friend, Kesha the Lamb. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. It's so great to have you here at my show. Uh, yeah. I guess... Is is there something wrong, Kesha? Fluff? Well, if I may speak for both of us, Midge, you said a word that makes us uncomfortable. I I did? Yes, you did. Well, what did I say? Yummy. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, not you guys, but, uh, well, Easter is associated with wonderful... <laughs> I know. I know what you think it is associated with. And I prefer the symbolism of the holidays. Oh, well, uh, would you like to tell us about the symbolism? Well, hope and the overcoming of hardships, of course. And the renewal of life. Of course, that is the simplified version. But hope is what Passover and Easter have in common. I see. And what about the food? What is the problem with you carnivores? Well, really, I'm an omnivore. I, I like vegetables and grains. I don't care. You invite guests on your show and then talk about how good they taste? Come on. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I cannot help that we were sacrificed centuries ago. Okay, okay. Well, let's talk about eggs then. Uh, Dr. Fluffy, how long does it take for you to hatch the eggs you pass out during Easter? Excuse me? Well, you know, the pretty, colorful eggs you put in the basket and hide. How long does it take you to hatch? I don't hatch eggs. Oh, I don't mean you. I mean your cousin Beatrice, for instance. How long does it take her to hatch eggs? You are one dumb mutt. Excuse me? Rabbits don't lay eggs. Oh, come on. No, we have babies as nature intended, without shells. Get out of here. Perhaps you should have interviewed a chicken. Uh, 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 or a pig. Well, I thought you can't have pork during Passover. That's it. I'm out of here. What? What did I say? You have no idea how insensitive you are, do you? You guys can't just leave. Can a duck quack? What? What are you talking? Guys! Guys! What just happened? Renewal hope. <laughs> Sensitive much? <laughs> I stand by what I said before. This is a yummy holiday, and I'm going to enjoy it. Don't discriminate against omnivores. We're good, too, you know. We don't eat all our friends. You know, duck doesn't sound bad. A little orange or cherry sauce, maybe. Note to sell. Look up bunny and eggs. Dr. Fluffy can't be right. Who ever heard of a chicken giving out their eggs during Easter? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What you have been listening to is a song called Velta from the CD called Places, the composer Hiroya Tuskamoto. And in studio with us today, we have Hiroya, and I want to welcome you, Hiroya, to our studio, and uh, it is a great honor for you to allow me to interview you. Thank you. It's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. This song and all of your songs that I have the pleasure to listen to has a beautiful sound to it. You have this fluid motion. I think of nature when I think of this. I truly mean that. And I want to ask you what inspired you to write this song. This is a Spanish title, correct? What does it mean? It is Spanish title means returning, coming back to the same place. Okay. And so this uh, this has some sort of significance. Obviously, I can hear it. When I composed this song, I just focused on not the music. Sometimes I got inspired by places or, or new people I meet. But this one just I focused on music. And the idea, I mean, the, the name of the song came from the, the structure of the song, which is the, the beginning of the song, there's a, a melody line. And after that, there's an improvisation part. And then after that, coming back to the same melody part, same at the beginning. So, which is a returning. It's kind of simple uh, naming, but uh, I named it as Spanish. What influences you? Why, why Spanish? Uh, um, you are from Japan. It's interesting how the boundaries have gone through other cultures. You are inspired by Spanish a type of music. Yes, because my major was Spanish in the university in Japan, and I studied about uh, South American uh, folk music and culture history. So sometimes, yeah, I named it Spanish, English, 
Japanese, yeah. Well, the music transcends all nationalities. That's the beauty of, of art. And right. so there is no boundary. It is only what speaks to the soul, truly, for my experiences as well. Well, let's listen to this. First of all, before we even continue the rest of this interview, let's listen to this song, Velta, from the album Places, and we will be right back.
Daddy. Will Rocco be okay? I don't know, son. All we can do is hope. When will we know for sure, Daddy? The vet will come out and tell us, Billy. Is the vet a doctor? Yes, Billy. The vet is a doctor. Then Rocco is going to be fine, right? He has a doctor just like me. I get better after I see the doctor. Right, Daddy? Yes, son. The doctor will do everything he can to make sure Rocco is going to be fine, just like your doctor does for you. Look, Daddy, that man looks like a doctor. Is he the vet? Yes, Billy, he is the vet, and he's coming over here right now to let us know how Rocco is doing. I'm scared, Daddy. It'll be okay, son. Good afternoon, Mr. Jones. Hello, Billy. Hello, Doctor. Will Rocco be all right, Mr. Doctor? Slow down, Billy. The doctor will fill us in, so you have to wait. Oh, that's all right. He's worried, and I understand. The answer is, we're not totally sure yet, Billy. We've run a few tests on him, so we have a better idea of how things are going. What kind of tests, Mr. Doctor? Well, to start with, Billy, your pet rock is over 2.4 million years old, so it could be a variety of things. You can tell by the scratches that it's been dropped quite a few times over the years, and there was a considerable layer of dust on it when you brought it in. We biopsied a small chip to do a geological DNA test to determine that Rocco is metamorphic and is classified as 95% of a rock called gneiss, which, by the way, is very similar to the igneous makeup of granite. What does that mean, Mr. Doctor? It means that you shouldn't take this nice rock for granite. And now that we know that, I'm ordering an ultrasound so we can see if there are any internal structural cracks that might affect the way it sits on your dresser. Other than that, I think Rocco will be fine for at least another million years. But we're going to keep him overnight for observation, just to be sure. Did you hear that, Daddy? Rocco's going to be okay. Yes, Billy, I heard him. Gosh, thank you, Mr. Doctor. You're welcome, Billy. Mr. Doctor, is this the point where you rub the top of my head to muss my hair and give me a great big smile? No, Billy, it isn't. I will, however, have someone wash the dirt off Rocco and give him a good polishing by the time you pick him up tomorrow. Now, if you'll excuse me. Come on, Billy. Let's go home and give Mommy the good news. Oh, boy! We are back with Hiroya Tuskamoto. I am honored again to be with you. You are a sensational guitarist. Now, guitar was not your only instrument. As a matter of fact, I believe you started off with a banjo in the beginning? Yes, that's right. That's what I did. Okay. And so what what started you in music? What was your earliest experience? This did not just begin in high school, did it? Before high school, around uh, elementary school. And I grew up in, in a town called Kyoto, uh, which is a very traditional part of Japan. But my family was kind of an open-minded parents, so they they were listening to a lot of American 60s pop music, Carpenters, Simon Garfunkel, that kind of stuff, and I grew up listening mm-hmm. to it. In elementary school, I had a, a what is called like a, a instrument, a recorder. So all the, all the students had to learn a recorder, and I started composing with the recorder when I was in elementary school. That was my start. Did, very I, simple songs, but yeah. Do you have any family members who also play music or have ever composed? Yes. My mother plays flute and some other Japanese traditional string instruments. Uh-huh. And my, my father plays the violin. I see. My brother plays guitar. And are they composers as well? No, they just play as a hobby. 
anyone else in your family besides your immediate family? Did you or? Not really. It's interesting how genetics comes through. And nurture along with it, but obviously since you heard this and you were immersed, and they also have the talent to play, it's fascinating. And so then you continued your career and you went on from high school to, you had a scholarship, I believe, to Berkeley in Boston? Yes. And so this was your undergraduate program that you went to? Uh, I went to a regular college in Japan. When I went to Berkeley, I just focused on music. I see. I didn't have to take any other classes. But you had a scholarship, which was a wonderful way to get to know this country, and especially Boston. What an introduction. The, the city, one of my favorite cities, actually. Yeah, me too. I like it. Yes, very much so. Small, small, small cosmopolitan city. Yeah, good size. So the next song that we're going to be listening to is called Heartland. And this is also from the same title of the album called Heartland. Tell me a little bit about this song. Uh, I composed this song a while ago, right after I moved to New York City, after Boston. And I had a hard time, I mean, because I'm from a very small town, and uh, rural town. And Boston was, uh, as we talked, it's a good-sized city, but it still had uh, nature or like, less people. But when I first moved to New York, everything was overwhelming for me. And... It was too much for me, and so I tried to compose something very calm and quiet, uh, sort of sad, and it just came up as it is. It's a beautiful um, song, beautifully written. And again, I, I feel the nature through your guitar in this particular song. Not only do I feel the emotion through your soul playing into your fingers, but I feel the emotion of nature. All right, well, let's play this song because, again... It's just lovely and tranquil, and it does take you to a small, beautiful little land instead of being in an overwhelming city. Heartland.
How are you holding up? I'm okay. This may be it, huh? Yeah, she's not doing too well. I'm sorry. I know. We all knew this was bound to happen. Yeah. You want to go in? Of course. Brace yourself. She's really frail. Okay. Hi, Grandma. Come a little closer. I, <laughs> I can't see or hear very well as I used to. <laughs> oh, sorry, Grandma. <coughs> Is this better? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> you remember your cousin, Artie? <laughs> of course. How have you been, Artie? Better, under the circumstances. It's been a long time. Yeah. Mary, dear, would you hand me <clears throat> that water on the bedstand, please? Of course. <laughs> Thank Christ you. Here. Sure. <laughs> oh, are, are you okay? Yes, dear. <clears throat> yes. Dear? Yes? How much weight have you gained? Excuse me? Well, you sure packed on the pounds since I last saw you. <laughs> Grandma! <laughs> well, you're huge! And maybe you should cut down on your burgers, dear. <clears throat> I don't know what to <laughs> Look at your cousin Artie here, skinny as a beanpole, <laughs> dumb as a post. <laughs> but at least he's skinny. <laughs> Grandma! Well, Artie... You never had sex, have you? What? <laughs> Not like Blimpo here. She has been with every man from here to Arkansas and back. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, sure, Mary can't help it, though. Your mother was just as bad. Don't know where the whole gene comes from. <laughs> I... Oh, but Artie's father now, he was a man. He was smart. Not like idiot boy over here. Hard-working and a good husband. <coughs> I don't know where you got your genes from, Artie. Your mother never told us who your real father was. What? I thought well, Dad... Well, your dad never told you because he felt sorry for your mother getting knocked up. <coughs> it's time you knew. Oh, my God. So, Fatty, you got the time? <coughs> yeah. Isn't it time you croaked already, old lady? What? Oh, look at me, Grandma. Can't defend you, remember? I'm not smart enough to know you're a mean old witch. Well, is she dead yet? Not yet, but her paranoid, cat-loving nephew Jamie's coming soon. That should do the trick. I gotta tell you, I'm a little nervous. Me too. This is the first time I did the online thing. Me too. You do look like your picture, though. That's a relief. You too. I hope you don't mind meeting at this place. My friends love the food here. It's good. Have you been here before? This is my first time. Mine too. Mm. Oh, here comes the server. Do you want a drink before dinner? I guess. Good. I need one too. Good evening. My name is Sam and I'll be your server. May I start you off with a cocktail before dinner? You bet. I want a gin. Neat. And the lady will have? Um... We have a coconut mojito house special today, which I highly recommend. Yeah, okay. Very good. I'll be right back with those drinks. Well, this is nice. 
So uh, I read in your profile that you're an only child? Yeah. Must be nice. I have five siblings, four older brothers and a younger sister. You knew that from my profile. Yeah. You ever been married? No. I'm divorced, but you know that too. Yeah. She left me, you know. It's a good thing we never had kids. Yeah. Here you are. One coconut mojito for the lady and a gin neat for the gentleman. So, you ready to order? Do you have any house specials tonight? Yes, sir. We have a cowboy cut steak with fingerling potatoes and green beans for $34.95 and a two-pound lobster thermidor for $49.97. I'll have the chicken breast sandwich with fries. Fries are extra, sir. Then skip the fries. <laughs> and for you, ma'am? The special. The steak or the lobster? Lobster. Excellent choice. That comes with the house salad and fingerling potatoes. Is that good? Yeah. Very good. Wow. Lobster Thermidor. Nice. Real nice. So, um, well, this is nice. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Like what? Like, do you always order the most expensive thing on the menu? Huh? I mean, I ordered a chicken sandwich, if you didn't notice, and I said no to the extra fries. Didn't you get the hint? I mean, most people would get the hint. Oh, I see you have nothing to say. Not that you said more than two words at a time since we got here. Can you say more than two words at a time? I guess. You guess? You guess? That's two words. So? So you know what? I'm leaving. I'm paying the bill because I'm a gentleman. But you get to eat alone. Goodbye, lady. And have a nice life. Yeah. That's the tenth one this month. Yeah. So, what do you get? A lobster thermidor. The woman next to me is eating it, and it looks amazing. And I have the chicken sandwich he ordered to go. It will be great for lunch. Too bad he didn't order the fries. This one's a real cheapskate. You sure know how to budget, Linda. At this rate, you'll be going to Waikiki in no time. Yeah. You know, I'll bet I can meet a few online guys there, too. Just think of all the money I'll save on my vacation. Oh, gotta go. Another online guy from Match just messaged me. Maybe I can get this one to take me to that new Japanese restaurant I've been dying to go to. Oh, you rock! <laughs> Hi, Tex. I'm dying to meet you. How about hooking up on a date? Hmm, sushi platter with caviar topping, come to mama. <laughs> and send. Now this other song that we're going to be hearing is also from your album Heartland. It is called Distancia. Now, this is the only one among the songs that we are playing today for our KB Cabaret audience that you are singing. Yeah. Um, why don't you sing more in your songs? You have a, lo you have a very lovely voice. Thank you. Maybe I, I might be singing more in the future. But I, in the concert, actually, when I do a concert, I sing more, maybe 40%. So tell me about Distancia. I have a friend who is from Bosnia, Herzegovina, mm -hmm. and uh, she has the same age, and he's a guitar player, great guitar player. 
And he told me about his story when he had, when he was in high school, in, in, the, in the war, and or everything happened back then. And I, when I heard his story, I compared my days in high school, and I realized that it's so different, and even though. We are in the same, same place, New York, and we play music together. We are friends. And I just wanted to compose something uh, inspired by his story. You're singing in Japanese in this song. Yes. What are the words? Just a little bit, the okay. essence of it. Okay, the chorus part is, even though uh, we are departing, we are, how can I say, separating, we still laugh or smile. And even though... I'm leaving. We still dream about some things, even though we don't have much hope. That's a part. I'm pretty sad. That's beautiful. All right, so we're going to be listening to Distancia um, from the album Heartland, written by Hiroya Tuskamoto, who is an artist through and through, from words to music. Let's listen to Distancia. Sora, 
長い道のりが続くのだろう離れてゆくのにそれでも笑うよ離れDo you remember how nice I used to decorate during the holidays?、Yeah. I wish we could eat at home. Ma, you're the one who didn't want to cook this year. I'm 75. What do you want from me? Nothing. All I'm saying is that I wanted to make dinner, but Dad wanted to go out. How long are we going to wait? The service is going to be this slow, I'm leaving. Dad, you're not leaving. It's Easter. What's our problem? It's Easter and we're staying. Of course, I'm paying. But no one's going to get paid if we don't sit down. Why do we have to be here, Dad? Because your mother made us. Your table is ready. I'm not sitting all the way back there. Tell him I'm not sitting by the bathroom. Excuse me?、Uh, we asked to be seated on the left side center. Um. This is where you were placed. If you can't see this where we want, we're leaving. I'll see what I can do. Wait right here. God, I hope no one knows me here. What difference does it make? They know us now. You're an idiot. What did I do now? You want her to come here. No, I wanted to cook dinner for all of us. Die of food poisoning. I'd rather eat cardboard. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You know I am a good cook. 
People are looking. Knock it off. Dad just said my cooking stinks. Do you remember the beautiful dinners I used to make? God, I wish we could go home. You're an idiot making me come here. Let's go. It's Easter. We have a table for you right this way. That's better. Let's get this over with. Nah. Now your coat is dragging on the back of the seat. Why didn't you have them check your coat? I don't trust these people. Someone could walk away with it. What's your problem? Nothing. Just telling mom to check her coat. You're always meddling in other people's business. Leave her alone. What is wrong with me telling her to check her coat? Who wants to go out for a smoke? I don't smoke. She said coat. Coke? Oh, no, dear. Maybe later. You mean now? It's freezing in here. Why do they have to turn on the air conditioning this time of year? This place stinks. Only you would think of coming here. You said you wanted to come here. Ask them to turn on the heat. I'll ask. Do you want to trade places with me, Grandma? Is the air blowing on you? No. I don't want you to catch cold. I'm dying of heat. It's freezing in here. That's why I said... Do you want to switch with her or what? Okay, I'll switch. But I don't think it'll make a difference. They said they'll turn off the air. Maybe they'll bring some bread, too. The service here stinks. Stop complaining, dear. <laughs> Look who's calling the kettle black. What did she say? Did she say something? Nope, she didn't say anything. That's why I can't stand her. She's got a big mouth. Could we for once just forget about it and have a nice meal? Good evening, folks. I can get you something to drink before taking your order. You got any bread? Yes, sir. Would you like something to drink? I will have the chicken marsala. Mom. He's taking drink orders first. I'll have the chicken marsala. Does that come with anything? For God's sake, Ruth, put your hearing aid on. I can hear perfectly fine. I'll have a double scotch straight up. Ask him if he turned off the air. They already did, Grandma. Just ask. They They already already did. Did you turn the air off? Yes, sir. Uh, Any other drinks? Just water all around. And the bread. I'll be right back with those, and then I shall tell you all about these specials. Idiot. Dad, shh. I'm old enough to say whatever I want. This place stinks. Do you remember, Howard, how nice Easter was when I made dinner? I told you I would make the dinner. You must say what if, Mom? I hate my life. Look, Elizabeth, you're our daughter. We suffer together. Yeah, I mean, you were born into it, but I married into it. What's that supposed to mean? And here we are, folks. Uh, scotch for the lady and water all around. You gonna bring the bread or what? Yes, sir. It will be out momentarily. Can I tell you all about these specials? I'll have the chicken marsala. Does that come with anything? saga ends again for now but join us next time for the dysfunctionals well here we are this is the last segment of our program and i always have a sadness to my soul when i say goodbye to our guest artist and Hiroya. I don't want to be sad i want to continue our relationship further later on in our lives but 
right now, all good things have to come to an end, and we are going to be coming uh, to our final selection called Mountaintop. Hiroya, first of all, thank you for being on our show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, Also, KB Cabaret audience, so you know that Hiroya's website will be linked to our musicians page on kbcabaret.com. Just go to kbkabaret.com. Select our musicians page, and you will find Hiroya Tuskamoto's website linked to our page. So, Mountain Song, tell me about this, because I think this brings my theory to fruition, that you are an artist who plays through the emotions of nature. So tell me about Mountain Song. The the rhythm of this song is called uh, a Carnavalito, uh, which is from uh, Andean mountains in South America, Mm -hmm. Peru and Chile. And when I listened to those Andean folk music for the first time when I was in high school in Japan, I really thought it it came very naturally. The melody lines are kind of similar to Japanese folk music too. So I started liking those kind of music and I learned South American folk music. So I used that rhythm and percussionists really good at those rhythms. So And also, I grew up in the mountain too. I try to combine these two elements, nature and and the rhythm. Which again, to me, sounds the flowing of a creek. I don't know if that is true or not, but I feel the motion of water. Every time I listen to your music, it's just that fluidity. And that's one of the reasons I think it just is so calming, so beautiful to listen to the way you play. And I hope that one day my KB Cabaret audience can actually see you play because you do have this uh, calming type of appearance too as well. All right, so let's go to listen to Mountain Song. And again, Hiroya, I thank you very much for being on our show today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And Mountain Song. We will see you on the radio next week. Thank you for listening.
That's all for today's show. I'd like to thank all of our guests for being on KB Cabaret. I'm always awed with the amazing talent out there. Thank you to my hardworking crew, co-workers, and actors John Kerry, John Montgomery, actors Junie McMahon, and Bonnie DeForest. My amazing sound engineer and actor, newlywed, Charles Berman. His assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My music engineer, David Rice of Basement Studios, who <laughs> makes me sound better than I am. And a special shout-out to Christina Dilnella, who plays one mean piano and now works in musical theater in New York City. Of course, a special thank you to you, dear KB Cabaret audience, for stopping by and listening to our show. We certainly couldn't do this without you. If any of you have a hankering to write or sing for our show, contact me. Bree Harvey through the show submission page. Let me see what you've got. And sponsors, you want your name heard by over 150,000 listening audience members all over the country and as far as Australia? <laughs> Hello, mates. Then KB Cabaret is the place to be. Just give me a shout out on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. I'm Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of KB Cabaret. See you next week on the radio. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.